You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And as you might have heard for, well, many, many months here on the podcast, I talked about our sponsor, the Crypto Business Conference. And what's pretty cool about that is we're going a little meta and not meta like metaverse, not meta like Facebook, meta like I am broadcasting live right now from the Crypto Business Conference here in beautiful San Diego, California. I say beautiful because I've been to 76 countries and uh, this is one of my favorite cities, not just in the United States, but in the world. And I thought on this episode, I'll give you a little context and a little kind of like debrief on uh, some of the conversations that are being had here um, at the event. And, you know, I think it's really important because it's not your typical Web3 event. Uh, This has a a wide variety and mix between small business owners. uh, And I would argue uh, pretty much a majority of the people that are here at this event, and, and many of them have NFT projects, are, are much more than PFP projects, but also more than likely are not just like your traditional art pieces. And so I think there's a, a unique, uh, not only use case, but unique kind of uh, perspective that I believe is being shared here. And I thought I'd bring that to you um, here on this episode. Before I do so, you know, I have been getting a lot of people asking me questions about, you know, all things, uh, the end of season one, right? And we are counting down, of course, to uh, the end of season one, which is exciting. And, you know, I think we're all looking forward to, uh, you know, bringing this collection uh, to, you know, a completion and, you know, not only buying an NFT every day, but creating a podcast every day. And one of the beautiful things about this is really just, you know, it is about the people. And I think the podcast itself is about the people. It's about each one of you, the listeners. It's about the people that I've been able to meet through the NFTs that we bought, the people that we've been able to meet through that are guests of the podcast. And, you know, one of the the, the things that I, I wish more people got to feel and see, and especially those here on the team, and a big shout out to all of those that are, are supporting here with NFT 365 team, uh, many who were started as listeners and became uh, fans and, and then took on roles because they just wanted to help. They believed in what we were doing. You know, I get the luxury uh, of getting most of the hugs, most of the, you know, thank yous, most of the wows and most of the damn, I can't believe you're still doing that. Or, you know, what? wow, all those things are happening. And I just want to share, like, those things go a long way. And I want to, you know, convey that and kind of connect that with everyone here because, you know, there is something to be said about, you know, the true power uh, of building in this space is that it has to be more than just for yourself. And you know, that's what we are, our mantra here is the podcast. You know, we is greater than me to me is, huh, we is greater than me to me. I'm, I'm getting a little wordy here. Uh, it's much more than just a mantra. It's it's truly what I believe. It's, it's the, uh, what we're, we're trying to build. And so, 
you know, here at the event, you know, in, in San Diego, you know, I've been, you know, very blessed. This is, it'll be actually the next year will be the 10th year that the parent company, uh, Social Media Examiner has done Social Media Marketing World. And Social Media Marketing World is the largest social media event in the world. Uh, so they know how to put on events, know how to, to um, you know, craft um, experiences. And this is the first uh, crypto business conference. And, you know, I attended the very first Social Media Marketing World as a t- an attendee. And then I've been blessed, you know, the last eight and hopefully uh, this upcoming one, uh, you know, nine years in a row being a speaker here at this event. And I will tell you, one of the things that I always said about the event itself was that I got this feeling of these are my people. And what I mean by that is when you start to surround yourself with people that are going through the same things you're going through, that have the same struggles as you, that that kind of can relate to some of the the silly nuances, right? Uh, I, I always laugh, like you know, people talking about Canva, or you know, even complaining about you know the clients that always want to write their own copy and believe that their own copy is like amazing, even though they hired you know us as an agency or as an influencer to uh, you know craft the messages that we know you know that's what our our full time job is and. And I will say, you know, if you haven't been able to attend uh, an in real life event yet in the Web3 space, I, I would argue, and this is maybe, you know, I don't want to give financial advice. And of course, do your own damn research on which events. But I would actually put it out there and say, you know, maybe instead of buying your next two NFTs, you save that ETH, right? And you and you think about it, how can I invest to go to an upcoming event, right? It could be NFT London, it could be Miami Art Basel, it could be just a, a, a meetup or one of the you know small satellite events that pop up you know all around the world. There's so many different Web3 events. But the reason I say that is, is because this space can get very siloed, it can be very lonely, but it can also be very feeling like a bubble. And for me, part of the popping of that bubble is is kind of two-prong, and, and that's what I really wanted to share on this episode, was I believe to kind of pop yourself from the bubble of, uh, you know, you know, same old, same old and kind of running the grind is that you need to go deep with some people that and connect with people at a much deeper level that get you, that you're surrounded, that are living in that same bubble as you. And then you also need to go about a thousand miles up and escape from the bubble completely. And that's like when you're talking to your family on holidays about, you know, NFTs and they're really confused on why that bored ape that Jimmy Kimmel has is worth money and what is Paris Hilton doing uh, in NFTs and why are these basketball players changing their profile photos? And, you know, my dad likes to message me and is like, did you do the art or why is someone else's art as your picture on Twitter? And why don't you have your face? And, you know, it, it, those kind of conversations are also you know, really good for, you know, grounding. But I will tell you, one of the presentations that kicked off this event, and it was from uh, Josh Joshua Rosenthal, um, who is a you know historian, who is someone that really uh, I've I've grown to you know be a fan from afar. We I've seen him speak uh, at a, another event as well, but you know his perspective is a lot about you know history repeating itself. And looking deep within, you know, the different revolutions that we've seen over time and asking ourselves, okay, what were the key components across those revolutions? What were some of the, the things that were, you know, the, the tipping points? What were the things that, that really, um, you know, changed the course of the world, changed the course of how we operated? And for me, part of that, like, you know, listening to that conversation and, and what uh, Josh, you know, put out there as the opening keynote this morning was, you know, part of the, the beauty of this is that, Imagine the fact that future history books will be written about a revolution that we are a part of. If you're listening to this podcast right now, we are a part of something much greater than ourselves. 
And I say that because this can be a grind and we cannot, you know, uh, overlook that. And I, and I do have to address, you know, today is World Mental Health Day. And, you know, we talk a lot about mental health here on the podcast. And World Mental Health Day is, is often a, a, a day that we draw attention about the importance of mental health. But it's also a day that I know many people are kind of reminded of the struggle that they have. And I think we just have to, we have to kind of address that on all sides. And, and I can also understand that the, the mental health, you know, kind of wear and tear that this space provides, I believe is heavier than any space that I've been a part of as an early adopter, way heavier than, you know, even the, the social media emerging of web two, way more than the live streaming or the Snapchat, you know, kind of uh, transformation of, you know, content creators in short form. And, you know, one of those main components is that financial component that is that is attached to so much of what we're doing in this space. And one of the things that, you know, that I kind of was thinking about as I was listening to, to Josh you know, Rosenthal's presentation, and we're going to try to get him on the podcast here uh, in the near future. So uh, stay tuned for that, uh, that one as well. But, you know, one of the things that, you know, as he was presenting this morning, it, it got me thinking about a conversation I had last night with, a, with some fellow speakers, some others in this NFT space. And... You know, when you surround yourself with great people and great people are there to share and to you know, get to know each other because we want to help each other out, it's amazing which NFT projects come up in conversations. And just for context, you know, these are people that I've known now for you know, over a year. Uh, I've been to multiple events with them. Um, there's, there's no peacocking. There's no, you know, whipping out your wallet and, and measuring it um, because you've had to feel like you have to, you know, better up somebody. Uh, it's more about, hey, what are the things that are like exciting you? And we don't ask each other like what's in your wallet, but, you know, through conversations, someone will say, hey, did you know about this project or did you hear about what's going on here? And I was thinking last night, you know, as I was going to bed that, you know, the two projects that we had the most conversations on last night are two projects that are not in the top 100 and the trending on OpenSea. Most people, I would argue, are probably not very familiar with them. Now, I will say I'm very proud to say that, you know, I didn't bring up either one of these, but both of them are in our Mint 365 collection. But the one of them that I wanted to kind of that just kind of shout out and it connects to this event that we're at here at, at you know, Crypto Business Conference is the Phoenixes. Now, the Phoenix is, is a project that we minted, and it's from a very successful uh, th- group of three founders uh, that have a project around habit, form- habit forming. So a lot of it is about productivity and, and setting up a morning routine. And they have a, 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 some workbooks. They have a journal. They have a, an app. The app is actually on my home screen. Uh, and for anyone that knows, like if, for an app to make it on my home screen, uh, that's, that's pretty, it's a pretty, a pretty uh, limited real estate there. And I am like, you know, an app junkie. But, you know, the conversation that we were having around this was how impressed we were with the Web2 business that these founders had created. And ultimately, what we believe they're going to be able to leverage with that Web2 business to grow this, you know, beautiful NFT community known as the Phoenixes. And, you know, I'll tell you, I believe they minted uh, at a 0.08 uh, Ethereum. And if you remember the episode, I did talk about them a little bit because they had a last minute adjustment to their, their mint price because they realized with the market being as down as it was, it, it was a couple weeks ago, that they decided to lower the price because they believe they could still execute 
on the utility that they wanted to provide without the need for that extra amount. And uh, that alone to me was uh, a mature play that we just don't see enough, right? Reverse engineering, not saying how much ETH can I milk from a mint, but rather what are the things that we need to create the promise or deliver on the promises that we are putting out there as an NFT project. And we ended up spending, I mean, I couldn't even tell you, about, you know, it was probably an hour, uh, a group of us, you know, really just talking about that project, talking about the app. And we were, you know, it was, it was really a, a fun experience. And, you know, Jordash, who was one of our guests was, was there with me. And, and it was funny this morning when I, I ran into Jordash and I said, something, I was like, man, that was a lot of fun last night. He was like, it was a lot of fun to be surrounded with people that cared about talking about other great people. And I guess that's the lesson that, and what I want to share about these events. It's why I'm saying, you know, don't buy your next NFT. Rather, you know, hold that, hold that Ethereum, hold that a Solana, hold that money, and invest that into an in-real-life event. Because there is something really powerful about that, that feeling and emotion. And, and most of you know, I'm a digital futurist. I love and believe in Web3 and everything we do online. But probably even more so than I love all of that thing, I have a very strong conviction. And that conviction is that nothing we do online nothing we do in the metaverse, nothing we do on live streaming or in Zoom or in a podcast will ever replace the power of a handshake and a hug. And I believe part of that to me is that idea of it's really hard in real life to fake it till you make it, to, um, you know, to really convey something that you are not. And I believe in this digital world we're at right now, it's those handshakes and hugs that ultimately get us through the downtimes, the bear market, and the times that we're struggling, much more so than the flips for a couple ETH or the NFT project that we got out just before it bottomed. And there's something to be said about, you know, as I kind of tie this back to what Josh was talking about, history repeating itself. He talked a lot about the idea that there were some great people that during their time, especially early on in these revolutions, they were put up in pedestals because of the great things that they were making happen. But also over time, people started to realize that they weren't really great people. They just happened to be the first people and the loudest people. And they ended up being pretty, um, you know, their, their mark on history <laughs> ends up being a, a fairly negative one because, you know, it was kind of determined that they weren't who they thought they were. And, and, and ultimately, they were using some of these things for evil. And so the piece of this that really excites me that, that I'm probably, you know, want to most share is that when you're reminded and you believe that together we can do great things and that together we are part of a revolution that will one day be written in the history books. This isn't an if or, a, or you know, maybe. It's we know that the blockchain is the greatest transformation of technology to hit since the internet emerged. That's not going to be disputable. The disputable part of this is that how are we going to look at those that look at that blurred line between good and evil and they lean towards good over and over again. And for me, part of it is connecting with them offline, seeing them at multiple events. I will tell you, there are some people that I meet and I'm like, you know what? I haven't been able to make a read on them, but I bet you the next time I hang out with them or I get to know them, I'll have a higher likelihood or a better chance of getting to know them at a level that I think would ultimately you know, benefit me and, and allow me to better you know, kind of read them. And so for all those that are listening to this, you know, one of the, the biggest takeaways that I have from you know, day one, and, and I'm giving my presentation tomorrow morning, uh, really excited. It's a, it's a brand new presentation on uh, the nine things that, you know, that not only did I learn, but that I believe 
are the essential components of great NFT projects based on me not only launching our own project, but you know, buying an NFT every single day for you know, what will soon be 365 days. And the last thing I want to share is that it's also a great reminder that we hear people say, like, people don't care about us as much as we think they do. But we also don't realize how many people are watching what we're doing and that we're inspiring them by simply showing up. We're inspiring them in many cases by doing what they haven't been able to do yet or that maybe they haven't had the time to do yet. And I'm just going to share that, you know, I've been doing this, this daily podcast. We've been buying these NFTs every day. You know, without question, I've been all in on this space. But the coolest feeling has been for the last, you know, let's just say uh, eight hours, 10 hours. The amount of people came up to me and were resonating with the story around me not feeling like an artist until I launched the AI art. And how many people were coming up to me and saying how proud they were and how excited they were that I found this like creative outlet. And I'll tell you, not one of them, I believe, own one of those AI art pieces. And not one of them are ones that like were reaching out to me saying that, you know, and I didn't know that they were watching and I didn't know what they were doing. And the amount of people that pulled out their discord and said, Brian, look at what I started doing on mid journey with my son, with my daughter, with my friends, because we saw what you were doing and how it connected with you and, and what it was enabling for you. And so I'll leave you with that, that thought is that you never know who's watching. You never know the impact that you're making on others. And in many cases, Yes, people probably don't care about us as much as we like to think people do, but I can almost guarantee you there's also people that are thankful for us, that care about us, that are impacted by us every day by just showing up and being who we truly are. And so I, I will challenge everyone. It doesn't matter if you're a collector, you're an investor, maybe you're thinking about buying your first NFT. You know, sharing that on Instagram, talking about that on Facebook, bringing it up on a, you know, at your you know, upcoming family meeting. Those things go a long way. And let's face it, as Josh talked about with the revolutions in the past, you know, a lot of change happens in two ways. One of those ways is being an early adopter or being first. And the second way is going against or challenging the early adopter wave or the narrative because so much of the unknown is untapped during these days. I had no idea if a daily podcast was going to work. I had no idea if we could maintain buying an NFT every single day for a year. I still am not a thousand percent sure how this will be looked at in history as far as creating the first time capsule in NFT history. One of the beautiful things is that I am sure is that it has helped me, it has helped others, and it is making an impact in, in so many ways that ultimately those, question, those answers to those questions aren't what I'm seeking. It is about this journey. It is about being a part of something much bigger than ourselves. And I really do love the idea. And I, and I hope that everyone can just kind of sit in this is that if you're still here, you're still listening to this podcast, you're still believe in the power of web three, there will be one day in the near future that people will look back and say, I wish I was as bold as you. I wish I was as curious as you. I wish I was as stubborn as you to live and breathe and connect and come together during these current times so that we can build future times that are better for all of us. Until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. 
Cheers. The Mint 365 Collection 100-Day Countdown is on. We're counting down to November 11th when we'll auction off all 365 NFTs as one collection, including a custom mosaic of all the art. Want to bid on this one-of-a-kind Web3 time capsule? For details, keep listening to NFT365. If you found this helpful, let us know by leaving a review. Like, subscribe, share, and do all of those good things. We are greater than me, and as always, this show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research.